everyone, welcome to the new season of Immediate Rest. I'm Zhou Yusheng, a PhD candidate at Leiden University. In this new season, PhD Soft Skills, we invite experts to share many interesting soft skills that will help during our PhD life. Um, for me, when talking about soft skills, what comes into my mind is blogging skills. Um, creating an academic blog and writing posts uh, give me a chance to practice academic writing and increase the visibility of my research. Actually, the idea of creating a blog was inspired by Herman Wieser. Herman is an experienced blogger. Today, I'm happy to have him here to share some tips in blogging about your research. Hi, Herman. Nice to see you here. And before we move to blogging skills, could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi. Yeah, very great to be here. Thanks for having me. If I want to talk about why I started blogging and teaching these things, um, it starts with me being a master's student in Leiden, studying biology. I went to Africa to study lions. Um, and while doing my research there, I started blogging myself as a master's student, writing about my research, but also about my adventures on the savannah of Africa. And then I discovered that all kind of people started to read that I didn't know. And I really liked that, to reach out, sharing uh, the, the things I discovered, my science. Um, and then after graduation, I started working in journalism, worked as a science editor at the radio, but also for newspapers. So um, that's how I started my career. And after a while, I also started to teach uh, other researchers to, um, yeah, well, write about the research. Like um, I've uh, studied many, I, I've I've taught many people in, in in Leiden as well, and and learned them how to do the things I discovered to be so great. Yeah, that's that's me. Yes, thank you. It's very interesting to hear how you combine your uh, studies with uh, media practice. Um, media is the keyword of our talk today and blogging is also an important part of online media. Um, for those who are still hesitant about starting blogging, what are the reasons you would like to suggest PhD candidates start a blog? Or for PhD candidates, what can they gain from a blog? Yeah, I would say the most important reason is uh, joy. Yeah, so it's important to enjoy writing about what you think is important your research etc and, and i would say that's like a, a crucial thing because if you don't like to write and share your thoughts with a broader audience or with your peers um it's very difficult to sustain a blog and uh, that's the first thing but other reasons can also be more like personal branding letting the world know that you're existing what you're doing so if you go to a conference people might already know you from your blog for example which makes talking to that professor from abroad uh, easier that's one thing another thing is skills development so if you're able to write a good blog post sell your research in accessible language you're also will be better equipped to write uh, for example research proposals at uh, erc or nwo um, but i also know from bloggers that their academic papers also become better because they develop their writing skills while blogging so i think there are many reasons why it could be attractive to start blogging 
But ultimately, I always say eyes on the prize. Yeah, you're, you're paid for your research. And there has to be a thesis at the end of uh, the four years you have. Um, but blogging can and should be part of that goal. Huh? So it can make you better research. It, it can help you to uh, develop skills. And it can help you to um, extend your network in academia. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. I uh, I really agree with how it related to networking, uh, because you know during the pandemic, uh, everyone just stay at home, and uh, what we can do is uh, connect online, connect to each other online, and in this circumstance, um, blogging is uh, provide us a chance to show that uh, what we are uh, doing, uh, what, what our research about. Actually, most of our post podcast audience are in media studies. So why not make use of online media to to promote ourselves? Um, but you know, beginning is always very hard. So I wonder what can we do before starts blogging? What preparation is needed? Yeah, so I think most um, academics think too difficult. It is important to just start doing it. Um, so, of course, it's important to have a strategy. But the first thing is, yeah, keep keep. Let's start writing, publish, and uh, that that's that that's to start with. Just start, and next to that, of course, it can pay to uh, think about who would I like to reach. Do I write for a very broad audience, uh, or do I write for my peers in this particular niche of uh, media studies, for example, and that's an important thing to to ask yourself. Uh, next thing is also, what would I like to to reach with uh, with blogging? Is it for me? Is it more about personal development, or is it really about um, networking, or is it about um, developing my thought? There are all kind of goals you could could strive for while blogging. Be clear on why you want to blog and what you want to reach with it, with whom for whom then what also really helps is to be clear on what is your niche what is the topic you're writing about and what are things that are you can you can write about and what are things you do not write about so it helps to picture hey this is my uh yeah my little niche that i cover in my blog um that's that and also yeah be clear on that might be more tricky, but what is your message? What's the thing you would like to share with the world? Um, a good blog has like a flag to operate under, so to speak. So there is like one thing. Uh, for example, there is like this blogger from Leiden University, uh, Eric Kwakko. His message to the world was um, medieval books are cool. Everything he did was about showing how cool medieval books are. So it's good to have such a mission or message, uh, so to speak. I think those are things to consider uh, that can help to blog in a way that it's also going to be successful and helping and contributing to your uh, reaching your career goals. But at the same time, like I started, just start. Uh, a lot of these things also you discover while just doing it. And starting is not that difficult. There are relatively simple platforms you could use to, to, to start with. Yeah, that's what I would say on that one. 
Yes, that's really interesting because we have to be brave to take the first step. And uh, once we find what the problem is, we can uh, find some uh, solutions for the real problem. So thanks for sharing these very useful tips. And after creating a blog, uh, we have to write and update blog posts. Um, and you have seen many PhD students, um, they, their blog posts. From your perspective as a reader and ex uh, experienced blogger, what makes a good blog post? Yeah, so uh, what makes a good blog post? I think a good blog post is tailored to, um, well, first, what you as a blogger think is interesting. So it, it, it starts with genuine passion for a particular question you try to answer in a blog post. And you read that genuine enthusiasm in the text. Uh, good good text, you can read it. it it's the enthusiasm, enthusiasm of the writer. That's one thing. And then it's tailored, of course, to the um, to the needs of the audience. That's, that's making a good blog post a good blog post, not too long. Uh, 500 to 800 words, I always say, beginning, middle, end structure, not too long sentences, active voice, all kind of tips you could 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 give. That's what I also do in my uh, blog course, for example. Um, and then uh, those are some things that make a, a post good. But then, well, what I also really like sometimes in my blog course, there... Um, are people who take the next step and, for example, publish an opinion piece based on the blog they wrote in my uh, course. And then I see that in the newspaper. Yeah, that's, of course, very nice if you see people taking that extra step or they publish the post they wrote um, in my course on, on a group blog, for example. So uh, it's really cool to see how people in this relatively short course sometimes take these extra steps towards these other media, and what I also really like is, um, yeah, people like you who uh, really start, and you see uh, they start blogging, they start posting, the posts become better and better, and yeah, that's that's amazing to have to to see people start that uh, development. Yeah. Yes, uh, wonderful. Because understanding the standard for a good post helps a lot. Um, I mean, we can learn from those attractive posts. And for me, uh, I think it's also uh, really uh, helpful to think about the the platforms you like to to post the the, uh, the post on. Like, um, if uh, we decided to post it on our own websites, uh, maybe we can uh, add more details in it. And or if we just want to share some um, pieces on Twitter or some uh, social media platforms, uh, we need to like the, make, make the content more attractive. Uh, I think another thing helpful is that we are in a digital era. There are many digital tools to make blogging easier. Um, so could you please recommend some useful tools or websites for uh, new bloggers? Yeah, so I, I would say this first stage of, of starting a blog, it, the, the, the biggest question is, is blogging something for me? So try to make it as easy as possible to just write and publish. Um, so I would recommend to, for example, use this relatively simple tool as LinkedIn um, because it really has a great blogging facility. A lot of people don't know that next to the standard post, there is a facility to... Uh, publish articles 
um, if you click on publish, uh, if you click on, on, on and start a post, you can also click on the button article, and there you can just write a blog post with with its entire uh, layout, with a main image, with subheadings, with links, with videos that play. So I think that's a really low-hanging fruit. So it's relatively simple to publish there, and I, I think most academics do already have like an audience on LinkedIn. So that's the thing I often advise people in this first stage, go to a platform that you already know, that you already have a network on and, and start there. Could maybe also be something like Facebook. I'm not sure if it's working that it could also be WeChat maybe in, in China. I'm not sure if it could be a blog. I, I don't know the platform, but can imagine that such a platform can help. So that's the first stage. And the other thing is, if you if you're willing if you if you you're thinking on reaching more people, you could also ask a group block to join, for example. So most uh, faculties or institutes have like a group block these days. You could ask if you can contribute, and the advantage there is that you will get some editorial support, some feedbacks on your text, uh, which is of course helpful if you want to start. Um, that's the starting point after publishing a few posts on on platform like that you can always think about um starting your own wordpress website wordpress is a very simple to use content management system um but still yeah it would take you half a day i think to set up a, an own blog so that's relatively simple but first get his answer to this question is it something for me and therefore i would say First, try it on their relatively simpler platforms before switching to WordPress, which is my all-time favorite content management system. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's amazing. I think the first uh, key point is that uh, find a platform you are uh, familiar and uh, where your network is in. So, so it helps you to disseminate the information and also maybe find a, a community or a group to, to share work with them. Uh, for me, I, I use WordPress. I think it's, it provides many uh, useful tools and the templates. It saves me a lot of time. And uh, what we talked today actually reminds me of the importance of online media platforms. Um, and for you as a science journalist and a communication trainer with a broad experience, do you have any advice for PhD candidates in media studies to better utilize media platforms for future careers? Yeah, um, I think uh, we already covered a lot of it. So it, it's a matter of do not wait too long. Do not wait till it's perfect because then you will never start, but just start, start posting a longer post on, on, on Twitter, on, uh, on, on LinkedIn, um, become active in your online professional community become an active member uh, post uh, but also like share comment ask questions and i see that people who do that and invest some time in that that they will become a name in that field in this online community which often is translated into the real world for example i know examples of people who say yeah when i go to a conference a lot of the more senior people do already know me because they've seen me around on the social media such as twitter 
or LinkedIn or other platforms. So go there, be an active member of the community, and I really think it will pay in various ways in the end. Yes. We can utilize online media for personal branding. With these uh, online platforms, we uh, connect to more people. And for researchers, utilizing online media, including blogging, helps to reach more audience and scholars in the same field. Many thanks. Thank you, Herman, for coming today and sharing so many interesting and useful tips in blogging. Um, I learned a lot today. I hope our audience will enjoy this episode and start blogging. Thank you. This is In Media Rest. See you next month. Bye.